Meditation is the act of realizing the God-Self. To do that, we have to go beyond two primary illusions. The first is that of ego consciousness, which is that level of our consciousness that identifies the self as the body. and therefore is filled with both fears and desires and is concerned with the care of its own body and its pleasures and its securities and safety and all of that which we are indoctrinated into by society and that egocentric view which has both a conscious and an unconscious level, keeps our minds split and confused and distracted, usually from even having an interest in realizing the true self. And it confuses bliss with jouissance, because the body can only know temporary pleasure through acts and patterns of behavior that ultimately lead to pain and even to one's ruin, to devastation, to futility, to suicidality. The ego is ruled by a death drive. Once that level has been transcended, one encounters the soul which contains the buddhi, which is our capacity to think clearly, to discern the real from the unreal, when it is activated. And there is finally the capacity for love, that is not simply desire or not simply an illusion of some kind based on infatuation, projection. But the soul considers itself a mind, a heart-mind, no doubt, but nonetheless an entity, a bodiless entity, but one that is a pilgrim in a journey through time in which it is seeking that which it lacks, but at the same time getting distracted into the level of experience in which it submits to the ego's demands. Because it is alienated from God in this journey outward, and only when it has become exhausted and recognizes that its own egoic shadow is no longer able to bring it peace of mind or experiences that are nourishing, to its pilgrimage, then the return arc of the journey begins, in which there comes again an interest in God. Whether that term God is used, or nirvana, or Buddha nature, or the absolute, or Allah, it doesn't matter. It is that ultimate reality, that ultimate power, that ultimate purity, that ultimate love that the soul lacks. It is only then that the act of meditation really gets taken up 
in seriousness. And with the urgency that is required for it to be successful. And that urgency depends on the realization of the soul that it is indeed not only life or death, but salvation or damnation to attain freedom from the ego and freedom from its own wandering in the phenomenal plane of space and time and its attachments to conventional systems of thought, of ethics, of even beauty that have blinded it to the truth of that which is bodiless, of that which is transcendent, of that which is truly real and empowering and thus which can free it from karma, the tendency to fall into traps and dead ends in this labyrinth of the phenomenal plane that is walled in by language itself. And therefore it is the transcendence of language, of thought, that is the essence of the first step in meditation, the opening up of the psyche to pure presence that is focused on the source of being but without trying to grasp it conceptually that is focused with devotion and with love for the ultimate mystery that one must be very humble and careful not to believe one already knows just because you've read a lot of sacred texts or you've heard various gurus speak, or you know that you're supposed to believe that all is one, or God is all that is, or whatever is the current ideology, because none of that is true, because no set of words can capture the truth. And it is that willingness to peel away the tendency to think from the mind, to encounter pure presence, which can only be done when there is serenity, acceptance, based on humility. And the surrender of the tendency to chatter to oneself in order to listen to that ultimate source of being, in order to learn the answer to the question, who am I? and to regain the strength to remain established as the self without falling again into illusion or false identification with the body or conventional systems of belief or values that have actually led to errors in judgment and false consciousness. It is this purification of not only the mind through the silencing, but of the buddhi through the surrender to that which is unknown and even unknowable, that can never be grasped or mastered through any set of concepts, that enables the openness to that which we can conventionally call God, but which transcends any definition of such can be realized and the energy, the shakti, the power, the greatness as well as the goodness, the love and the 
understanding of what all of this has been about that ends all doubt and all confusion and all attachment to illusion that can enable the final dissolving of the ego shell and even the subtler shell of the soul so that consciousness is liberated into the infinite one. And so ultimately even explaining all this just puts more words in your head and it's important not to think about any of this during your meditation but to leave your mind free to use this as an eraser and not as a pen on your blackboard and to let yourself discover through realization in the deepest interiority of the silent presence of your being what truth there is in any of this but mostly what truth lies beyond and deeper within where words and thoughts can never reach. And until there is love for that, which is, can be realized only in the silence, then there must be discipline. There must be a practice of continual returning to the silence away from the distractive mind. But eventually, there are touchings and showings and glimmers of illumination and of peace and of joy and of wisdom that passeth understanding that eliminate all of the tendencies to disperse the attention and leave the mind one-pointed in the purity of the self. This can only happen through an act of grace. It cannot act, happen through the action or the desire or the intention of the ego itself or the soul. It can happen only through the surrender of all intention and all action and all desire, even for that ultimate. But if there is not first the desire of that ultimate to replace the lower desires for what one can get on the phenomenal plane, one will not reach that point where even that ultimate final desire can be jettisoned in the realization of absolute love. And so it is important to take this step by step and not jump to steps that you have not yet reached or you will have actually created a crossing of the wires that will prevent and short circuit the attainment of the Absolute. Therefore it is necessary to be truthful with oneself. It is necessary to be the witness to all mental processes and not believe any of them. And to value silence and stillness and peace and the innermost core of your being higher than anything that the superficial layers of consciousness could offer you.
It is in that realization that you are helpless, that you can do nothing other than surrender, that is the secret to empowerment. Just as the secret of wisdom is the realization that you know nothing, and the realization of love comes only when you recognize that your heart has been closed. It is only when you recognize that what you think of as yourself, if it is anything separate from the Supreme, the Almighty, the Absolute, then there is still ignorance and illusion that closes and veils the transcendent imminence, the healing of all duality, the integration of all the opposites, and the completion of one's journey. into the home that is home. So let's go home together. Let's meditate.